Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. If you're interested in baseball, these words are for you. McGee, toss me that ball of yarn, low and outside, boy. What's this low and outside business? (laughs) I'm getting hip to the baseball jargon that's in Prudential's new book, Baseball for Boys. Oh. You know, after reading Ed Matthews' article on how to bat, I bet even I could knock the cover off that old apple. I can see myself explaining that to the neighbors. (laughs) Anyway, imagine what a kick junior ball players will get out of this wonderful Prudential baseball book. Right. Big league stars like Brooklyn's Duke Snyder and the Phillies' Robin Roberts give straight from the dugout tips on playing every position. And how about those pictures, McGee? They're big and clear, and they really demonstrate things. And Prudential's baseball for boys is a natural for Dad, too, to help him keep up with his son's favorite game. Want your free copy real quick? Write a postcard with your name and address and the words Baseball for Boys on it. Send it to Fibber McGee and Molly, Box 1212, Newark, New Jersey. That's Box 1212, Newark, New Jersey. Or just ask your Prudential agent. Mr. McGee's residence. Mr. McGee speaking. Hello. You say this is Blister McGee? No, not Blister, you big pork packer. (laughs) This is Mr. McGee, and don't you forget it, doctor. If you just call to argue, I hang up. Boy, the times I've disagreed with the mayor, but this time he's 100% correct. He couldn't have picked a better man. Huh? What the heck are you jabbering about? Your appointment. <laughs> to the committee. What committee? What appointment? What are you talking about? Are you kidding? Huh? Don't tell me the mayor didn't talk to you about it before he appointed you. You're on the city committee for noise abatement week, noisy. Huh? Why, I... <laughs> if they can get you to keep your big loud mouth shut, what a success this week will be. Hey, I don't know what kind of a gag this is, well, look but Look at the paper. It's in the Gazette. They all read it down at the Elks. Got your name misspelled, as usual, but it's there. No kidding. In the Gazette? Mm-hmm. Well, it must be true, then. Noise abatement committee, huh? Well, now he chose the right man, Doctor. That's what I say. Pick the noisiest guy in town, put him on the committee so he'll have to shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look who's talking about noisy. Why, you big bag of... Shush, shush. Hmm? Quiet, McGee. Quiet. <laughs> hey, Molly. Uh, I mean, hey, Molly. Do you happen to have the Gazette? Yes, it so happens I have. Good. Which one of you fellas wants it, the loud one or the one that whispers? Both of us, my dear. And thanks. Oh, I should have asked Doc which page it. That's not here. Eisenhower. Senate investigates. Congressman Den- Ah, here it is, here what? it is. What is it? Committee named to battle noise. I'm for that. Says celebrating advent of noise abatement week in Wistful Vista, Mayor Reardon today named a four-man committee to study the noise problem and recommend new laws to cut down on industrial traffic and other unnecessary noises which assail the health and nerves of our citizens. There goes our car. <laughs> that thing makes more unnecessary noises Wait a than... minute, kiddo. You haven't heard. Says, named to the committee by the mayor, 
are Dr. Loxley P. Salem, Health Commissioner, Samuel Hacker of the City Attorney's Office, Ed Sludge, the Chamber of Commerce, and representing the general public. Ah, dead rat, that dead rat at Gazette, anyhow. Where does it say that? Look, look how they spell my name. Let me see. Philbert McKee. Yeah, ball the stupid once. Just once. I'd like to see my name printed correct. Oh, cheer up, dearie. That's better than the way they usually spell it, Flabber McSpee. Uh, You're coming up in the world. And say, congratulations, Mr. Committeeman. Thank you. That's wonderful. Representing the general public, huh? Yep, and I don't mind admitting that the general public couldn't be better represented, too, my dear. That's it, that's it. When I get through quieting this town down, you'll be able to hear a pin drop on a sofa pillow at 14th and Oak at high noon. (laughs) I got some ideas that'll have this people... Hey there, kids! Groceries! Grocery boy! Oh, for the love of my... Hand goods! Not so noisy. Root beer! And a fresh coconut! Quiet out there! Cut out that noise! Don't you know this is noise abatement week, old-timer? Shush! Johnny, I didn't even know it was dangerous hole in the street at 14th and Oak Month till I plowed into it with my truck. (laughs) Well, according to the paper, it's noise abatement week. And I am on the mayor's committee. For or against, son? For abatement and against noise. I represent the general public. And of all the noisy, clamorous, deafening, rattling, banging, clanging, spine-chilling noise bakers we got in this town, you take the brass-bound cowbell. Well, thank you, son. I appreciate it. Any money go with the award? Might as well get this campaign started off right, right now. And I got a great idea. How about you taking a solemn pledge to not make so dad dreaded much noise? You mean, uh, lower the tone of my voice? And not yell when you barge into people's kitchens. Or clank down the groceries. And get them squeaky brakes fixed on your truck. And stuff a handkerchief into that loud horn it has. And have the springs greased and start putting in the clutch when you shift gears. Every time? Yes. And quit whistling with your fingers in your mouth and yelling at everybody from the middle of the street. Will you do all that, Mr. Oldtimer? I'll be glad to, daughter. Good. I don't like noise. Any better than you do, kids. Now I gotta run along and see my dentist. Dentist? Want to see if he's got any sponge rubber teeth, Johnny? What? Buns I got now are developing a nasty loud click when I eat jawbreakers. <laughs> so long, kids. Back to Westville Vista in a minute. How much difference can a shampoo make in the appearance of your hair? You'll find out. After your first sudsing with Dial Shampoo. Because this new shampoo gives your hair that diamond sparkle look. A bright and shiny look you'll love. And with Dial Shampoo, you get loads of creamy, rich, lanolated lather, too. It leaves every strand of your hair ever so soft, ever so easy to manage. Even right after shampooing. Once you try new Dial Shampoo, you'll know how true this little song is. Sparkle, sparkle, your hair too. Sparkles after Dial Shampoo. Dial Shampoo gives your hair clean. Dial Shampoo gives your hair sheen. Diamond sparkle, that's for you. When you use Dial Shampoo. Look for Dial Shampoo in the unbreakable squeeze bottle at your favorite store. And as a further step in quieting down this great loud city of ours, Mr. Mayor, 
I suggest that all homes be required to have rubber garbage cans with padded lids, all barking dogs be fined $3 a bark, and let's tape that loud newsboy at 14th and Oak shut. Am I going too fast, kiddo? You getting it all down okay? I'm just putting down the suggestions. Oh, okay. Put down, eliminate all sirens on fire engines. What? McGee, they have to have sirens. No. Going to replace the fire sirens with a recorded voice over a speaker that says, Coming through, please. Watch it. Coming through, please. Oh, fine. And while we're at it, let's have them fire engines changed over from gasoline motors to electric to cut out motor noise. Just put down, electrify the fire engines. Mm. Well, I don't know about the fire engines, but you're sure going to electrify the mayor when he sees this list. Now let's take the airport. There's a noisy place. We'll make a rule that all planes using the airport be required to coast in. Oh, they like that. Now, that covers the planes coming in. Then we'll pass a law that planes leaving the airport are not to be allowed to turn on their motors until they're at least three miles from the city. You got it? Okay, grab your hat. Let's get downtown and see the mayor. You go back the car out. I'll be right with you. Right. Ah, boy. With all the ideas I got, we'll quiet this town down to where you can't hear... Oh, now, what the heck is... Hey, teeny. Come here. Hi, Mr. McGee. Listen. Ah, dad rat it, I hear it. Now that's enough. Come here, sis. Ain't it a dandy? Oh, hmm? yeah, that's a scream. Now, how about selling me that whistle, teeny? Hmm? Oh, gee, really? For truly? You want to buy it? Yes, sir. I need just that kind of whistle. So how about it? Well, uh, how much you give me for it? Well, I don't know. How much did it cost? Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars? Mm-hmm. I gave Willie Toops two $10 tennis balls, and he gave me this $20 whistle. <laughs> oh, that's a tired old gag, Teeny. So was the tennis balls. <laughs> they wouldn't bounce at all. Now, look, what do you want for that whistle? Fifty cents. I'll give you a quarter. So? Here. Yes. Oh, boy, now we can play cops and robbers. You blow your whistle, and I'll shoot off my gun like this, see? Ah, uh, what's the use? Hey, Molly, come on. Let's go. Blow the whistle, Mr. McGee, boy. Down this way, kiddo. I'm with you. I can't wait to see the mayor's expression when you read this list of suggestions. When I get put on a committee, my dear, I commit. I got a million ideas like this. Ah, here we are. Uh, you the mayor's secretary, bud? Uh, do I look like it with my hat on? All right, all right. I just asked a civil question. Don't have to get your turmoil in a stew, bud. That's not the mayor's secretary. You know where the mayor's secretary is, bud? In there with the mayor, bud. Boy, what a vinegar post. Nice. <coughs> mm, look, bud, I don't like to seem bossy, but could you just tone it down a little? What? This is noise abatement week, and I don't want to have to have you abated completely. What? Are you telling me it's noise abatement week, you little pipsqueak? Who's a little pipsqueak? He is. I just wanted to know. I know it's noise abatement week because that's what I'm here to see the mayor about. Well, so am I. I'm on the committee. So am I. Representing the public. So am I. And if you want to know, my name is Philbert McKee. So am I. Huh? Philbert McKee? You, what? You mean what? Noise abatement week is my idea. I thought it up. Why don't you read the newspaper, stupid? My name is in the Gazette. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Well, come on, stupid, or, uh, dearie. Uh, let's go home. Yeah. <laughs>
Bibber and Molly will be right back. What happened to Anson Page when he met his childhood sweetheart Dinah again? Even though both were married, were they still in love? What happens when Dinah invites Anson for a picnic lunch on the beach? Don't miss the condensation of Hamilton Basso's exciting novel that's high on the bestseller lists, The View from Pompey's Head, published for the first time in any magazine in the May Woman's Home Companion. Do you know whether your children will play safe even when you're not around? Don't miss the play-safe test for your children. And in the same wonderful issue, be sure to read the ten-page full-color feature on outdoor cooking. Here is one of the most complete articles ever written on the subject. Learn how to select the right equipment, recipes to bring out the full flavor of meats, poultry, and fish, recipes for sauces to use in outdoor cooking. Get your copy of Woman's Home Companion today. You just can't afford to miss it. If the mayor knew anything about how to run a city hall, he'd throw that Philbert McKee character out in the street and make me chairman of that noise abatement committee like I buy rights ought to be anyhow. Yes, he would, dearie. Noise abatement. Ha! I know more about noise than them guys ever dreamed of. Yes, you do, dearie. All the ideas I got wrote down here for how to abate noises, all the noise abatement ideas I got in my head, all wasted, lost. Yes, dearie. Now abate, will you? Abate. Huh? Oh, okay. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. Jack Crucian played Philbert McKee. This is John Wald inviting you to the world's longest golf match, which begins tomorrow night on Fibber McGee and Molly. Laugh with Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve, the great Gildersleeve, that is, tonight on the NBC Radio Network.